privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, you were actually supposed to wait before you No. No. No, I'm not. That plays. Then you do your cold open, which is what you're doing. Okay. Okay. And then after you do the cold open, the disclaimer plays, okay? okay? And then after the disclaimer plays, the intro plays, okay? Okay. okay. And then we start the show. And I'm, my, I'm cutting my – because I'm on my knees again. I've decided that now since I'm using the laptop to do the show, that I start the show. Instead of sitting down, I'm doing it on my knees. Every show I'm doing on my knees. Um, That's natural for you. Well, shut up. Um, the – like the the show I did earlier today, the Kevin Smith is an asshole, the Mind Jacked uh, special. I uh, did about whew, that ran. We only wanted to run for forty five minutes. It ran for an hour and forty five minutes, and I did about an hour and twenty of it on my knees. Hmm. Awesome. Let's let, yeah. So let's see <clears throat> how how long you know my knees can stand it tonight because they're already starting to hurt. I've okay. been on a lot today. So, on that note, everybody, Ooh, welcome to the cold open portion of the show. Oh, usually, you don't have to tell people what it is. They know. Just say it. Usually, I open up with something stupid, funny, off the wall to have to say. Mm-hmm. But today, I'd like to reiterate something, and that is, every so often on our show. We get into some pretty uncomfortable topics. Some socially unacceptable words come out of my mouth. And tonight will be the pinnacle of that. We have a couple of guests with us tonight. We have a couple of guests with us tonight. We are going to get into some hot topics. And uh, it's going to be interesting because uh, I have a feeling we will all be agreeing to disagreeing on certain things, which is fine. If there is the episode, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I like that title normal couple in a crippled world. So anyway, for this episode, take everything out of context if you'd like, but know this, nothing that comes out of my mouth tonight is meant to be hateful or anything like that, but I will not censor myself. That is that. Enjoy the very terrible offensive show that we're going to have tonight. Anything you'd like to say, Mike, before we start? 
am I playing the am I playing the clips that I mentioned in the show or are you doing that in the cold open? No, 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 no. Start the show the show and, yeah, go ahead, start the oh, show. I okay, I have to scroll now and find the I thought I was gonna have a minute to uh to find the uh well, if you want to start the show, and then uh, we can uh, bring our guest in, and then you can find you have your minutes to find a clip. Well, yeah, then I can do that. Well, no, the clip's already in here. Okay. No, I had to find the disclaimer. I found it though. Okay. All right. So now we're starting the show. Yep. Yes. Tales from the Crypts contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised. You do love it. So, our guest this evening. Well, this is half of the guest. Um, her husband is not here, so half of the couple, half of the normal couple, is not here this evening. Well, not here right now, but hopefully the technical issues get fixed. I know they can be a pain in the ass and annoying, but this is Jess Myers. Jess is um now a member of the Rabbit and Red Radio family. Uh, she's doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff right now, but has a show starting in, uh, did we say March? Mm-hmm. I think we said March for that. Um, she's going to be um, the better half of the Sunday show, starting with the next episode that is recording this coming week. And um, there's other stuff, too, but um, I can't seem to think of it at this moment, so we'll get to it. Wait, so she's going to be the, are you going to be the permanent co- a co-host to the Sunday show along with Mike? That's what he wants, sure. Yeah, I mean, that show needs a little bit more respect to it, and Mike can't do it on his own, so. I mean, I'm, I'm, I add nothing to it. It's just me there talking to somebody. I mean, that last show that we did, or, or, uh, um, about the woman that was in the abusive relationship for all those... I don't know if you got a chance to watch that, but um, I was I was sitting there during it, and she was talking, and she got uh, like into stuff, and I'm like, "Wow, this is really heavy." 
It was very I, deep. It's 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 a lot heavier than I was expecting, and I was like, well, maybe, um, 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 I I need to not be here right now. I was thinking to myself, like, I just I felt dirty listening to her speak because I'm like that that's just horrible and horrendous, and why somebody would have to go through that. Cody, you need to listen to that show. It's amazing. I will. I will eventually. Um, but it's okay. Speaking of the Sunday show, Mike, I just seen a Facebook memory earlier today. It was actually this day in 2019, me and you recorded the very first episode of the Sunday show. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, that was a fun episode, too. I think it was a different format. What? Um. Yeah, I have to go back and listen to that. That was where you really, I mean, wow, your sexual exploits were out on the fucking table. Yes, just believe it or not, just because I'm disabled doesn't mean I don't get my dick wet from time to time. Good for you. Are you happy for me? Um, Aren't you? You're a man. I mean, hello, I would expect that, you know. You proud of me? Actually, you know, I have worked uh, in social work, whatever, since forever. And um, when I was doing personal care, I was propositioned to do that. I did not, but I was friends with a lot of people that did. Well, a few people that did. How much did the patient offer you? You know, um, I didn't get that far. I just, I didn't even ask. I didn't get that far. It's just something I, I personally couldn't do, but I completely support it. And um, have you ever seen the movie, The Sessions with Helen Hunt? I don't think so. What is that one about? That is a movie. uh, It's a true story. I forget the woman's name, but she's a sex therapist and she runs a real, uh, I would have to look it up and I could send you the link or whatever, but um, they do. It's, it's sex therapy. You can get it. It's, it's, it's sex therapy. You can get it paid for. They have an association, national association, and they'll pay for it. And it's all about, it's not just sex, it's intimacy. It's like the whole package. It's really, wow. pretty, yeah, it's really awesome. That's I awesome. I totally support that, 100%. Yeah, no, um, so I guess that we'll get into that as our very first topic. I uh, I agree with you, and, and and you're right. Like, some women, it's just not for them, and yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, you know, and that doesn't mean that you're hating on disabled people or anything. No, like it's my own personal sexual past. Yes, yeah. and there's that. nothing, and there's not nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just like if it's just like if a white guy like me said that I wasn't into black women, which I'm not, that that would make me racist. It doesn't. It just, it, you know, you have your preferences and that's just all there is to it. That's um, why we all need to be different. If we were all the same, you know how boring it would be? Yeah, exactly. Um, I do believe that uh, I don't know if I want to call it prostitution, but like. You know, it, it, disabled people, especially being allowed to pay for sex, like it, it should be legal. It should that should be like a, an exception to the law. Um, country yeah, should they have to pay? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and should, I mean, I can't remember where it's at either in the world, but there's also another place in the world where it's not only just legal for disabled people to pay for sex, but it is paid for by their government, and they, they're getting it for free. Mm-hmm. I should go visit that place. Sex is very differently viewed overseas, especially in Europe. It's way differently. It's just, they don't look at it as a big deal. I mean, collectively, just you know, obviously everyone's different, but yeah, for the most part, it's viewed much differently than in the U.S. I don't think I'd want to visit 
Serbia, though. I've seen a Serbian film, and I, I don't think I would want to be a part of anything like that. Have you ever seen this uh, show on, it, it was a documentary series that used to be on HBO back in the 80s and early 90s, and then it stopped, called, it was called Real Sex? You ever heard, of, heard it? of it? I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen too much of it. For HBO took it off for some reason. It was the best. That is like how I learned sex ed. I would watch that at night when my parents were sleeping in the living room, you know, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, there was some raunchy stuff in it, but it wasn't about that. It was just showing like different cultures and different fetishes that people had um, different in each episode. They would have like different segments of different things. It was so cool. They should have, I think you can find, some episodes on YouTube, but some get really graphic. So. I was more all about watching the Discovery Channel at certain times just because they showed, you know, different cultures and then titties flopping around because it was okay and uncensored because it was different cultures. And at that time, mm -hmm. then uh, you know, what was it? The TLC channel would show real surgeries and shit like that. That was nice. Um, I always enjoyed the breast implant surgery because, you know, titties and all that. <laughs> yeah. um, plastic surgeon i got really burnt out and i went to um esthetician school for skincare and so i was working part-time for a plastic surgeon and got to assist in a lot of breast procedures they're pretty mm. pretty yeah interesting <laughs> um you know about hbo they've really they've really cut their own balls off recently like i get it like hbo max exists and everyone loves that and it's the boasting over and it's going to eventually it's probably going to get way more popular than Netflix is. I think Netflix is on its way out the door, honestly. Um, not, I mean, not like completely gone, but like just like being considered like the lower end, you know what I mean? Subscription service. Cause what, for the last 15 years up until just a couple of years ago, Netflix was the king, the be all end all. And well, now the streaming, I mean, that's how it was. It was net first. It was the mail-in DVDs. Reynolds, and then it, they started their really small streaming platform, and then no one cared about it forever. And I know. Came out, and then all of a sudden, everyone started doing it, and they were just like the frontliners, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and then it definitely blew up throughout the 2010s. Um, no, but HBO, I used to subscribe to HBO because I loved their higher production value softcore porn that they would air. <laughs> Dude, they know? had the best HBO at night. Forget it. That's all my yeah. sex from growing up. That's how I learned everything. On I mean, I mean, Jess, I'd, I'd spank my crippled cock more to the just softcore HBO porn than I would real amateur porn on goddamn Pornhub. You know what I mean? And then there, there for a while, they would have all that adult material on, um, you know, like on their on-demand services and all that shit. And then once HBO Max got going, then they cut out all of their adult material. They're, they're I know. what I don't understand why they did that because there wasn't, I mean, I don't know. I don't get why they did it. I was so confused when HBO Max came out because there was like HBO, HBO Go, HBO Max. And I'm like, I got HBO and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be able to watch this show on here and it's not on there. And they're like, oh, it's on HBO Max. I'm like, what the fuck is HBO Max? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so now I had to like go cancel the other HBO. You know, I, I, so confusing. I do use HBO Max. I'm using someone else's account because I wouldn't pay for it. Um, there's only a handful of things on there every once in a while that I would even care to watch, honestly. I subscribe to uh Shudder 
and a smaller and lower, like more like a shoestring budget movie. Oh, here we go. Called Screambox. Well, I mean, because I'm a horror fan. And, you know, Mike, since you want to react that way, I'll go ahead and go on a rant about it. I, I was oh, telling you earlier. In this conversation, if we can get Nick on here, if he can figure his shit out. Um, is he on? Not yet. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'll, I'll have to check in with him in a minute. You want me to wait for the horror talk for him to come on? Well, no, he, I'm not talking about horror, but if we get in time later on, we are huge Ghostbusters fans. Okay. I saw you playing clips and stuff that on the other video I was watching. I was like, oh my god. Mike's so. a big Mike's a big Muncher fan, so you guys <laughs> don't don't nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. You, you 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 did it. You did it. You did it. Aaron made my dream come true. Hold on, I have to find that picture now. No, uh, but um, why he's fine while he's finding that picture, um, you know, I don't understand why we live in, you know, 2022 and fucking Porn is still considered, you know, something that can't be shit him out. Shit him out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> God, that was that was the uh, metaphoric picture of HBO shitting out all the porn. Out there. <laughs> so, yeah, but, they don't uh, have anything good anymore. And I thought it was going to be good because I'm like, oh, HBO Max, HBO's merging with Cinemax because they were both really owned by the same people anyway. I'm like, oh, this is great because you know. Skinamax was great, you know, too. Yeah, but, I love Skinamax. And it's all gone. Yeah. There's like, I mean, there's some stuff, but it's they used to have, oh God, what were those great shows? Like, was it the Red Shoe Diaries? Um, yeah, Red Shoe Diaries. Um, they had some great Lady ones on. Chatterley something. I think they had like a Lady Chatterley series or something. Yeah, I and you know what I loved on HBO? I absolutely loved it. And I know this isn't ladylike, but I just... I love watching Cat House. Did you ever watch Cat House? It was the Bunny Ranch in Vegas because it's legal for prostitution on the strip in Vegas. And the Bunny Ranch out there had this uh, reality show and they would show the whole process. So like you could go in and you walk in, you go, there's a mat in there and she would like, you know, what are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And then um, you go up to the bar and then if you... I think if you like paid enough money, you could get all the girls to come out and line up and then you just kind of pick one or you could just kind of mosey on around the bar and just kind of chill out and then slowly decide who you want to hook up with. And then each of the girls has their own room. That's just their room. They are checked by doctors weekly. Um, you know, it's all, I mean, what they show you on TV, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, whatever, but what they tell you on TV is they're all, you know, it's very legit. They're all taken care of. They make great money. And you could go pick your room, pick your fantasy, whatever you want, and bada bing, bada boom. Can I I'll go to this place? Can I go to this place and have these girls eat my fucking asshole? Can I have <laughs> no, 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 no. As long as no one's no. harmed, yeah, whatever no, no, you want. No, no. I mean, I'll have my, my asshole be clean. All right, all right. hold on, hold on. I'm interjecting. Get back to your turd nuggets in a second. But the other half of our couple is here. Oh, I'm going to bring him in. Because you, timing. I don't want to, I because I I can't think about the shit. I I just I had enough shit today I that I had to gonna, deal with. I can't I do anything. Say, I didn't say I was gonna fart in their mouths. What the fuck? Okay, that's yeah. But you're gonna. Sh Hello, fuck my laptop and desktop. How are you today? Not natural. <laughs> it's not natural. I am much better. Have you fucked your laptop or desktop today? Both. 
But you've done both? Yeah, I apologize for my tardiness, and I apologize that my appearance is probably not perfect. I'm using my phone. It's my third resort. That's okay. Yeah. I, I used my phone for a long time doing this stuff, so it's fine. So um, I'm just going to call you FMLAD for short, and uh, I have a question for you. You can if, just call me Nick if you want. What? You can just call me Nick if you want. Okay, Because I'll never remember that, and you'll say, hey, FML, whatever, and I'll just stare off in space because I won't know it's me. Yeah, I was just joking. I am not going to call you all those letters. I um, so, Nick, <laughs> a real quick question. I just want to kind of break you in slowly here to today's conversation. If you were at a brothel, and uh, if you weren't married, of course, and, and Jess just wasn't there in the picture to you know be hurt, and we, could, we don't want Jess's feelings hurt or anything like that. If you were at a brothel, and you didn't have to worry about being scrutinized for it or anyone judging you for it. Would if you found the hottest fucking bitch you could find, would you let her eat your ass? Yes or no? Oh God, no. Well, first off, I I, I commend your style of bringing me in loosely. Um, I don't know. If, if you're clean down there, if you knew that your butthole was clean. Oh god. Right? No problems and the girl was clean, no STDs, no nothing, no hurting your feel your girlfriend's feelings, your wife, no nothing like that. You're a younger single man at this point, just theoretically. I suppose if I was clean it couldn't hurt. Yeah, see? Guys, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, and this might be a little TMI, but I've had women oh. a butt a couple of times. It well, just no it just feels like a little wet worm going in your butt, but not too far. Not too far. A little wet worm. <laughs> wait. Oh. Hold on. But, but do you, do you, so wait, you're, you're comparing a tongue to a wet worm. And like, I've seen tongues before. They're not really little. I mean, they, well, they can be quite, you, you know. Pointy in your tongue, the pointy tip. Yeah, it's just the point. That's, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what else to call it. Oh. Other. A wet worm. It's you know because oh, it just God. doesn't, it doesn't maybe, go in. Maybe it's like a. It's a sensation. A wet, a wet snake. Yeah, there you go. A wet snake oh. that doesn't bite. I, I, I have to put that up. <laughs> oh my God. I have you know, to put that up. And, and, I and, and, love that tomorrow. I guys, know. listen, we're in 2022. It's not gay to let a woman eat your ass. Oh, uh, Jess, if Nick's ever upset with you, I highly doubt you give him a rim job. I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, it, j just in case you guys need that oh, advice. No. <laughs> I think my concern would be C. diff. You know, that, that would uh, be, I, I, that would yeah. be Yes. That. Yes, I agree. I'm so Anyway, Nick, for, uh, officially welcome to our episode tonight, Nick. Um, are you? Does Nick have a, a show on our network or is it just Jess? There's he will be doing two, I believe, at this point. Uh, yeah, a music show and um, MMA show. MMA, that's yeah. awesome. I personally am more of a professional wrestling type of guy, but MMA is cool. You know, I saw on your website on your Facebook that you went to an AEW thing, and I'm a big, uh, I'm a closet wrestling fan too. I've been watching since. You know, I mean, I'll show my age here, but I've been watching on and off since about WrestleMania 6. Oh, wow. So 
do you watch AEW or do you just stick with in the closet watching WWE? <laughs> um, well, I'll be honest, I haven't really watched too much of them lately. I do like, I watched the night that CM Punk showed up on uh, AEW. Just you see all those people crying in the crowd? Yeah. Were you crying? I was a little, my eyes were a little wet, yeah. I wasn't necessarily crying, but I was, you know, I definitely had some 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 wet eyelids at least. That's his guy crush. CM Punk is his guy crush. Yeah. Now, when you say that you're an in-the-closet wrestling fan, is that basically you saying that Jess doesn't allow professional wrestling in, in you guys' house on TV? No. Um, I think that... Hey, I'm, I'm not Roddy Roddy Piper. I'm a, I'm a wrestler. I can handle that. Oh, cool. I don't awesome. really closet. I'm just being a dick. I, um, it, I, I've been on and off. Like I said, I started watching around WrestleMania 6, and I watched probably for like six or seven years. Then I kind of trailed off a little. Then I would watch a couple more years. And like the summer of punk, I was watching quite a bit then. And I haven't really watched a lot lately. Like I pay, I pay attention on my Facebook. I like a bunch of, not a bunch, but I like some of the wrestling, um, you know, like the, the, the wrestling pages or whatever. So I'll, I'll pay attention in the sense that I'll know what's happening. Like I know what happened today at Elimination Chamber, and I know somewhat stuff that's going on with AEW. I don't know. I, I kind of stay in the background, I guess. I don't really watch it on yeah. TV. But. You know, that's actually what a lot of people do nowadays. Because I'm going to be honest, not AEW, but WWE has become a complete joke in the last decade. And like you said, the Summer of Punk, that was 2012, I believe, right? 2011 to 2012? God, I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been about ten years ago, and that's the last. That's the last time WWE has been respectable, in my opinion. Like you, like if you ever sat down and watched a full episode of Monday Night Raw nowadays or SmackDown, like the dialogue and just everything that happens, it's written for six-year-olds, you know. And it's like, how are adults supposed to still be okay with being wrestling fans with the way WWE produces content? I you know, can't. We were just talking about that today because Nick, what was that clip that you showed me or whatever? We were talking about how they don't the go show. there anymore, and there was like two clips that you showed me that were like, "Holy yeah. shit!" I sent her the clip from uh, God. It was probably twenty years ago or more when the Big Show was having his uh, uh, funeral for his father, and the Boss Man showed up. Yes. Oh my God, Mike would love that clip. <laughs> And then I was telling her about it online, but I was telling her about the one, probably the most controversial clip ever when Triple H fucked the corpse. With Kane's mask on. Yes. And, and he screwed her brains out. Look this up on your Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah. Send, it, now, did you they, okay, so you're a big fan. Did yeah. he really? I can't remember. I was trying to tell her this earlier. Did he actually pull up a pile of brains and say, I'm screwing her brains out? He said, oh, yeah, Katie, I just screwed your brains out. And, yeah, he had, like, a... a okay. go, go, go. I Christ. I, I made the mistake of showing my friend that clip, like, 
a week after her father was shot and killed. Of course, my friend was black, so you know that's difficult. But um, they, uh, she did not like it. She could not. <laughs> that's probably not going to get them into it. Yeah, no, I looked back at her. I said, I don't know why this offends you. No one's black in this clip. There's no guns in this clip. So I don't know what was offensive about it. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I've showed that. Crazy white people. What? Just a bunch of crazy white people. Yeah, that's how it is. Um, But no, you know, I've shown that clip to a few different people who aren't wrestling fans. And they're just like, what the fuck? What is this? Like, what, why? They did this on national television back in the day. But that's what got me into wrestling. I, I, I believe I'm a little bit younger than you are. So I gr started watching wrestling um in the late 90s, the Attitude Era. And shit was wild then. Like, it was, it was like Jerry Springer mixed with Howard Stern. The women were sexualized and half naked every week. There was bloody violence and vulgar language. Like I, man, I miss it. I can't say I miss it because AEW is pretty much like that now, with the exception of the sexualized women. Yeah, the bikini matches. You know, and to be completely honest with you, Nick, I actually like the way AEW portrays their women now because they're, they're respectable wrestlers now. Yes, I miss watching the bikini matches and the lingerie matches and all that shit. But uh, and you know, Sable came out with uh, handprints printed on her, you know, painted on her titties and all that. Like that shit was good. <laughs> it was good. But I do now. You get to see um, female wrestlers like get into hardcore matches and they bleed buckets just like the men do. Oh my god! What was it on New Year's Eve? If you had, if you didn't see it, you should look it up on YouTube sometime tonight or tomorrow. The New Year's Eve edition of AEW. They had a uh, tag team women's match. It was a street fight, and uh, all four women bled. Crazy. It was actually how much they bled. I think I saw pictures of it. Yeah, wild shit. Yeah, I'm starting. I, I want to, like, I always want to get into it so bad this time of year because it's WrestleMania season. And I want to, like, watch it every week, and I want to get into it so bad. In fact, we might actually even watch WrestleMania this year because of Stone Cold coming back. I heard about that. What the fuck are they have him do? Just fucking sucks, and it's so predictable. It's just like, like we might watch WrestleMania night, but I, I can't. I, I want to watch it. I just can't. So it's like I just kind of feel comforted knowing, like on a Monday night, I kind of feel comfort knowing that Raw's going on at like eleven ten. I'm gonna check my phone and be like, oh, what happened tonight? And eh, nothing. You know what I mean? That like little twenty seconds of, oh, I wonder if something cool happened. Nope, but at least I know it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, the problem with WWE is, okay, I watched a Royal Rumble at the end of January just a couple of weeks ago, and the, the, the Ronda Rousey won the Women's Rumble, and Brock Lesnar won the Men's Rumble. Like, there's so much other talent that, you know, WWE produces six hours of television every week, but they're not putting over or building up any of this new talent. Instead, they're letting all the vintage people come back and win. And that's a kick in the balls to wrestling fans, in my opinion. I think that's why they're having so much trouble with WrestleMania this year, because they've spent all these years with bringing back, you know, Brock, Cena, Undertaker, Rock, all these people. And this year, they don't really have any of that. And they don't, they didn't pump any real, real talent up to main events. So it's like, 
shit, what do we do? And they're like scrambling. That's why Austin's coming back. Because they need like those old guys to come back to, to push WrestleMania. And Austin, look- Stone Cold has been saying for the last 15 years that he'll never, ever come back and get physical like that. You know, Austin is so good that when I told Jess about it, she got excited. And she is by no stretch, not now anyway, not a wrestling fan. Not not a wrestling fan, but like. I'm an OG. I like the old school. Yeah. This stuff yeah. is boring. It's yeah. boring. But. Is still wrestling or is he just doing an appearance? I forgot to ask you. He's actually going to wrestle. From what I heard, he's going to wrestle Kevin Owens. Oh, my God. So what, is Kevin Owens a heel right now or is it just. Babyface, babyface, because they can't turn Austin heel again. I don't know. I saw something about, I think they, I read that they started the feud. Like they had Kevin Owens go on Twitter and start talking shit about Texas or something to kind of plant the seeds or whatever. So I guess he's going to be the heel. Interesting. Um, And, you know, I don't know how much you know about behind the scenes stuff, but, you know, Bruce Pritchard came back as a producer and, you know, he was a producer all the way back in the 90s. So it, it, it would have made you think that he, it would have helped improve the product. But, you know, Vince McMahon, he's, what is he, 80,000 years old? And he thinks he knows how to write youthful television for the masses. And he really doesn't. No, that's something we were talking about, too. Like, it's so corrupt. And eventually it's going to, Vince is going to, well, you know, your terms, he's going to eat his own ass eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, nuggets, Mike. Oh, shut up. I can't even think of that. Um, make me vomit. You know, what my theory is, is the WWE is eventually going to sell. I, I don't think the WWE is ever going to go away. It's, I don't think it's ever going to go away because that, that company pumps out billions. It, they make billions of dollars every year. You know, like they, they make a lot of money. So they're not going anywhere. And I wouldn't want them to because – you know, when there's no competition, that's when wrestling companies get lazy. That's why WWE got lazy. They bought their competition. They bought WCW. They bought ECW. And then what well, What came after that? Then TNA started. And then, man, it's crazy to think that TNA, for what, seven, eight years, TNA was considered to be the number two wrestling company there for a little while when they were airing on Spike TV. You remember that? Yeah, they actually had some good talent, though, when they had Angle and Sting. Yeah. They did. They and had then, some cool stuff. I think that uh, when Vince McMahon passes away, that place is going to implode because is as much of a whatever is he is, good or bad, he's a genius because he's kept it going this long. And I think he is the last thread that's kind of holding that together. I feel like when he's gone, I mean, don't you think that's going to – what do you guys think? Do you think it's going to implode? Do you think it's going to go Honestly, I think it I yeah. think it's going to improve, honest to God. I think Triple H will take over and do better than Vince has been doing lately. Because he's been building up while well, he was. I guess he kind of got the shaft on NXT, but he was building up that NXT brand. It was, like, better than the regular product. So I honestly, God, think if they turn it over to Triple H, it could be just as good. Like, it could be good, like, back in the day, back when Vince was a pre-senile Vince. You know? <laughs> Because he's kind of, I mean, you're right. He is still a fucking genius, but he's just so out of touch, in my opinion. And I, I, I shudder to say my opinion because 
the ratings and the numbers kind of, you know, they don't lie. So, like, he's clearly fucking something up because the numbers, from what I read, the numbers are awful. Like, they're like, like, I think a week or two ago or like a last month or two, their Raw, Monday Night Raw was literally the lowest that, like, it's ever been. Like, it was literally the lowest rating in its history. Well, I mean, and you know, I'm not, this is just my opinion here, but a lot of their revenue, it, it, it doesn't matter as much with the TV ratings and viewership. It's the money deals that they've already made with the networks. It's merchandising and, you know, it's stuff like that. So that's why they're not worried so much about the ratings and all that. But if the ratings continue the way that they are, eventually these networks are going to, you know, have a problem with that. And if yeah. the networks have a problem with that, they're not going to give the WWE these lucrative deals. No, they're going to say, fuck it. Let's do the dog show instead. The dog show, yes. I remember <laughs> that preempting. <laughs> you know, uh, like, I remember that shit preempted WWE sometimes. I'd be trying to watch Raw on the goddamn dog show. I'd, I'd turn on, these fucking dogs are parading around, and I'm like, the fuck am I watching? I want to watch yeah. some dudes in spandex kicking some ass. Yeah. Some chicks um, ripping their clothes off and shit. I got these fucking dogs on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> To, uh, to answer Jess's question um, about what's going to happen when Vince is when Vince dies, I don't think that the company will go down either. I think before he dies, um, it, it, a sell will happen. Um, he, the WWE will sell. I don't. I don't feel like Triple H will take over just because I don't think that he wants to take on the entire responsibility of WWE. He might. He'll Stephanie, are they are? How old are they now? They're they're are they in their early fifties? Like Triple H is in his fifties, right? Who? Our age is she like early forties? Stephanie, yeah. I thought around. They, they're probably at a point in their lives where they're ready to not deal with shit. So they're probably gonna want to take the payday and enjoy their life. I feel like Maybe, I mean, it's in her fucking blood though. Yeah, I feel like Stephanie's probably mid to late 40s, probably, because I don't think there's that. Yeah, maybe mid 40s. Or, I don't know. Um, but no, I, I, you know, there's rumors that Disney wants to buy WWE. I think that'd be fantastic because even though I'm not, well, yes, Jess, I think that'd be fantastic. I see that look <laughs> on your face. You see that look on her face? Disney like, buys oh. everything, though. It's just annoying. It's just like, you know, it just gets old. They just, they're becoming this huge monopoly. It's just you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even started my two podcasts yet, but I'm already in talks to sell them to Disney. <laughs> we should, we oh, should wow. probably sell Rabbit and Red to, to Disney, and then I won't be a part of the show no more because I say socially unacceptable things. Um, no, but uh, you know Disney—they are—they're like a monopoly these days with what they're doing. But they know how to tell good stories, and I'm only saying that from what I've heard because I don't watch Disney products. I'm not affected. But anyway, um, you don't watch The Simpsons, huh? You don't watch The Simpsons? Oh, I, I mean, watch I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. But like the first twelve, thirteen seasons, bring them on. I watched them when I was a kid and a teenager, yeah. But I also watched South Park when I was a teenager. I don't keep up with that. The only South Park episode really? I watched in the last twenty years is just the COVID episode, the first one. Oh, that they you, 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 
go go back <laughs> eating ass and just leave it alone then. Jesus Christ, man. The last time I watched South Park, they were talking about eating ass. <laughs> well, that, right? that probably just fueled your fucking fire, didn't it? Yeah. Hey, Nick, did you ever have an N64 growing up? Of course. Of course. Did you ever play the South Park game for Nintendo 64? Um, they had one. I don't know. I can't remember what games I had for N64. Oh, probably. Because wow. I watched South Park, like, religiously and i had like a friend of mine had like a party the night that it debuted and i and i went so like i liked it that much so i'm sure i probably had the game i just i don't remember it very well though what did you do in it um it was almost kind of like a first person shooter but with role play like rpg type of elements you had to stock up on the right items you had to you know, pick the white, the right weapons for uh, certain levels. It, I mean, look up, look up clips. Like it was an interesting game for its time. Um, yeah, South Park has become a documentary on modern society. Yep, I agree with that. I would have played if if the goal was to see how many asses you can eat. Yeah, <laughs> maybe me and you should make a game like that. Yeah. Oh. Around. <laughs> Just, I feel like that'd be very violating and right. in jail. Hey, so, Jess, uh, what's your experience with video games? Have you ever played video games growing up? Oh, yes. But the what's old school games, I'm not really good at the There's too many you buttons now. You like the brain Atari? Just can't, like, uh, you like the Atari? No, I have Nintendo. ColecoVision and then Nintendo were my, my games. Regular any. Mario Brothers, you know, if you... So yeah, I would. I, you know, I was a real big tomboy. I'd come home and game it up. That's but awesome. That kind of ended now. I don't really into the new games now. I'm, you know. So, Nick just come in and ask permission to stay on the podcast a little longer. Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna let the dogs out real quick. <laughs> okay, you tell him next time to renounce that on the show instead of just walking away. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But um, so I'm not sure if we discussed this uh, portion of what we said in the beginning of the show, but do you want to get into a little bit about what your shows are going to be on on Revan and Red Network? Sure, sure. Um, so my show is going to be called Beyond the Betty and Betty is in like Betty Girl and about being all pretty and worrying about all that stuff. And it's going to be focused on. Um, um, alternative pathways to the inner self. So, you know, talking about like nostalgia, cannabis, music. And um, I have a lot of, I'm on the board of directors for um, Amethyst Retreat Center, um, which is a nonprofit organization. Um, and it's a place, it's like, it's in Duncan in Pennsylvania. And there's 144 acres. Um, there's like a labyrinth. Um, it's kind of like a, spiritual but not spiritual religious just you know meditation type spiritual place um and uh so i have a lot of friends that are into that kind of thing some people that do psychic readings people that do um past life regression therapy uh, things like that so probably you know just alternative healing modalities and things like that maybe some fringe topics whatever. awesome 
Awesome. That uh, that definitely sounds like a good alternative to the disgusting products that we have for the rest of the shows on the network. It's a contrast. That's all. Yeah. Sometimes no. And all aside, we need. We definitely need um, diversity and different uh, topics and different shows on our network. Yes. Well, I've watched a lot of your shows already, and I've quite enjoyed them. Well, thank I you. Like, I appreciate that. I do. I'm sitting there hearing what people have to say and hearing other people's perspectives and learning about, you know, what do people think? And you guys always really good topics. I like it. And, you know, um, just like we were talking a little bit before we went on the air tonight, it is uh, one of the bigger reasons I agreed to do this show with Mike over a year ago. When did we start this, Mike? In March of last year? About a year ago? March. Yeah, March. Oh, we're coming up on that, I think. Yeah. I want to say March 20th. Yeah, so episode. we've been doing this for about a year, and I told Mike, you know, from the get-go, tell him I'm mad at him for t- letting the dogs out without my permission. Um, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. Um, he should change his uh, his on-screen name to I Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, no, you know, when me and Mike first started this show, the uh, you know, he we agreed that uh, this show was going to be different than everything else on the Rabbit and Red Network and that the gloves were going to be off on this one. You know, I – and again, I want to stress that not, uh, the three people that are on, the, you know, the screen with me right now doesn't necessarily agree with what I'm about to say. I just want to make that clear. But I am of the mindset that uh, we have gone too far down the rabbit hole as far as being PC, being censored. You know, we, we live in 2022 and we're so fearful of words that we call them by the first letter still and all that. And I personally don't agree with that. You know, it's it's great that we all can have healthy debates about it. And like you actually said earlier before we went on the air, the important thing is, is we stick to our own beliefs and we don't walk on each other's. That's basically what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and uh I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go on your show and say anything that you wouldn't want me to say or anything like that. And I certainly, you know, this upcoming Wednesday, I'm going to be a guest on the near duels, uh, you know, and, you know, uh, uh, trigger alert, just one last warning for everyone. I was given a list. I was given a list of words that I was not allowed to say this Wednesday on on uh, on the near duels. Um, you know, he said that I can't say the word nigger. I can't say that. I probably can't call anyone a faggot, you know. And uh, but that's the thing. You don't have you the know? disclaimer for this, buddy. What are you doing? What? I don't have the disclaimer for the N word anymore. Just gave, I just gave the disclaimer. It's okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. We're, we're but good. That, that's my point. You know, we live in a society where people are so god awful afraid of those words. And you guys are a bit older, I think, than I am. So you remember what it was like 20, 30 years ago. And those words didn't have as much negative power behind them as now. And, you know, I have a dark sense of humor. I say pretty much everything that's on my mind. But I, what my point is, is about this subject is that, you know, we live in a time where everyone wants to censor everything and, and bury it. But as you two know, when you bury something and censor it, you're only making it stronger. And what my opinion is, is that if you desensitize all over again, like it kind of was 70s, 80s, 90s, at that time period, I think that is how you take away a lot of the negative power 
um, behind a lot of bullshit like that. You know, you you look back at movies even back then, you know, look at the Kentucky Fried movie that had a, a segment in it where, you know, some guy screamed, you know, the word nigger at the top of his lungs and then a bunch of black dudes chased him down the road. It was a funny skit. But if you sat down a bunch of Generation Z people and, and to watch that movie, they'd throw a fit about it, you know, because, you know, with their social roles now in today's world. But, uh, you know, you just don't... Um, like you said earlier, you gotta you gotta have your own beliefs, your own views, but don't try to tell other people. And that's that's the problem. You don't because I don't feel like I have the right to tell anyone to think differently either. Um, but at the same time, I see all this drama and all this bullshit going on in the world right now, and I think a lot of it is to do with you know, look at the Black Lives Matter movement. That's one of the most toxic things. And again, you don't have to fucking agree or anything like that, but that's one of the most toxic things that there is in the society right now is the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's only because of the, the um, um, dividing people. You're dividing everyone, dividing different races, dividing opinions. And then it, what's it doing? It's making everyone think they have to face off against each other. And that's that's a bad thing. That's a very bad divide thing. And yeah, divide and conquer. I mean... And I'm not educated on what exactly what it was, but I thought I heard that the founder of the Black Lives Matter movement was caught doing something. But I, I, I should have looked that up, actually. I don't remember. But supposedly he was caught doing something that would have brought him some scrutiny. But um, I don't know. You know, I, you look in the past. A lot of people was getting along a lot better back then than we are now. And I think it's because of the very toxic narrative. And like I said, to me, I'm not going to give those words power. And by not giving them power, you know, when you say words by their first letter, uh, you get, you're giving them power, to, in my opinion. And my, say, my opinion is that you just don't give those type of things power. You desensitize. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That's, I think it's an interesting, like, it would be an interesting way of going down the road again, all over again for society. But we're not, it's not heading that way. It's heading the exact direct opposite. And, uh, oh boy, I, like I said, I think it's causing more harm than it is good. You guys don't have to comment on that topic. I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, to what you said, and we were talking about movies or TV, so let's go there. Uh, if you ever watched, um, All in the Family or the Jeffersons, they're the two of my favorite shows ever because, they pushed the envelope and it was okay to, the things that they would never be allowed to have a show like the Jeffersons and all the family today ever. I don't even can't even believe it's syndicated right now because people would be, but back then, and it wasn't just a one-sided thing. They made Archie look like an idiot for what he, when he was being, you know, making his racist comments and things like that, just like George Jefferson, when he would say something, that would be the butt of the joke because it's supposed it was making fun of something. It was bringing laughter into it. Look how silly this is to be this way, you know. Mm -hmm. That's not how people would take it. But everyone back then, even though that was the height of like the civil rights movement, or at least right after it, you know, people still got people were it was still fresh in their minds, and people got it. They got it. Yeah. They're like, hey, this is refreshing. We just went through all this hell. But look, we can make comedy. This can bring us together. Okay, right. Laugh about how silly this is, you know. Right. And here we are now. The pendulum has now. I get it. I the 
the main, I feel really kind of, I feel really gypped right now because, and I'm going to have to watch. I don't say too much and get myself in trouble here. But, who? Uh, whoever watches this. Oh. <laughs> Anyone can direct their anger towards me. I don't care about getting canceled. I, if, if Jess says anything offensive, I told her to say it ahead of time. Don't worry. I'll, I, I will fight for anyone with this well, stuff. Well, I, I, you know. But I feel like anytime I feel really gypped right now because I was really supportive of a lot of movements that are happening right now back before I've support. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go too specific, but I've supported, I've marched in parades with people. I've, you know, I'm very supportive of that. So now I feel I'm, I'm like the pendulum has swung too far the other direction it's like we didn't we need to come back into this balance and i think eventually it will but the pendulum has swung way too far it's like whoa 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 slow down here no 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 yes i support whatever whatever whoever whoever wants to do whatever but now when you're trying to tell me how i have to be that's not right i was supporting you so you could be free to be who you wanted to be but now now I'm being judged or whatever. I have to be careful what I say and how, because I have to change how I am to accompany someone else. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not how, that's what, that's the opposite of what you just wanted in the first place. You wanted to be supported and to be free, to live whoever, 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 however you are, whoever. And I'm not talking about one specific issue here. This is speaks for a lot of issues happening right now. Um, you know, and now that that's happened, those same people, and not necessarily, but collectively speaking, those same people are coming back and wanting to pull those same restrictions on the very same people that supported them in the first place. So that's why I feel kind of jipped because I'm like, wait a minute, I was supportive of you. Why are you coming back on me now and trying to be like, well, you got to be like this? Well, no, I wasn't telling you how to be. I yeah. was saying, be how you want. So why are you coming back now and changing the narrative to no, no, no. Now that I get to be how I want to be now, you have to do this and you can't say this. You have to call people that and you can't call people this. And I just think, you know, we need to go back to the old adage of sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. You know, yeah, you know, I, I was sitting, I was having a conversation with one of my friends who was over my house for a visit recently and I told her that I was like, you know, yes, hate speech does suck. And I do wish sincerely from the bottom of my heart that more people would realize that it's just not worth doing. But I don't think you should. Uh, where'd Mike go? I guess it doesn't matter. He hasn't spoken minutes. Um, I don't think that hate I'll speech be right should be. Sent, I have to take care of something. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, I'll carry the show like I normally do. I don't. <laughs> Like I was saying, oh, that's right, Crip Boy. You okay, can. I thought he was gonna. There you go. What was that? Well, I... okay. Mike, just get out. Just yeah, just go, go away. Um, I, I, you know, someone, my friend asked me if she thought I that I believe if uh if hate speech should be a part of freedom of speech or not, and I told her that hate speech should be a part of a freedom of speech only because, like you said, the more people have to endure terrible things like that, the more you'll become desensitized and the more desensitized you become, the stronger you'll become over that stuff. 
Um, and again, I'm not supporting saying disgusting things like that, but the sad reality is, is people do attack each other based on skin color, even, uh, even abilities and disabilities. I've had many people attack me over shit like that. And the only way I was able to cope with it was just to face it head on, not to ask someone to try and take it away or censor it or make me believe it doesn't exist or that it's illegal or that, you know, you should say words like crippled or anything like that by the first letter. I know I wanted to head on, take it on head on. And, uh, you know, I, I know that it's not the same for the black community. They've gone through some really terrible shit, you know, decades upon decades ago. Um, and, and this is just my opinion. This isn't Jess or Nick's opinion. I just want to state that one last time. I think that the black community is more so looking for special privilege, not so much uh, equal rights. Um, you know, and, and any, anyone who disagrees with that, just look at how a portion of the black community acts, you know, they're the black guys are out there shooting each other. They're killing each other. They're raping women and selling dope. And the women, unfortunately, they're not as guilty, but they are guilty of something. And that is keeping their dudes secrets, you know, cause you know, snitching ain't cool, yo. And, but, and that kind of makes them guilty as well, because again, you guys are wanting equal rights, but you won't clean up your community from within. And that's, one that's just a uh, first. That's just one example of you know how people aren't taking responsibility for their own, you know, their own actions and their own uh, requests, requesting for the country to look at as different. Um, you know, you t- look at disabled people. You know, you you go out in public and you see a disabled person, and they usually have their head down, miserable. You know, and a lot of people just think, oh, well, let them shoot up to the top of the, the front of the line and that'll make it better. No, don't let us shoot up to the front of the line. Let us feel equal to the rest of you, no matter if we're crying for that or not. Let us stay in our place in line. I, uh, I, I don't go out in public with a miserable attitude. I'm not miserable in life. And God damn it, I hope I don't have to live through some sort of handicap movement. You know, like we're going through right now with the gay community, the you know, as I call them, the alphabet people, and uh, you know, and, and the black community wants that special privilege. And I hope, God, there's no kind of uh, movement like that for disabled people. We have it good enough. I know me. Some people might not think that, but I, as a disabled per- person, have it good enough in life. You know, I I have enough help. I have programs to financially help me. My point is is the disabled community could, we could be acting like other small communities that feel less privileged. We could be acting just like that. Um, mostly disabled people just act miserable and hey, they, we want to be left alone. I don't agree with any of that. I want to show everyone that I'm just as happy as everyone else and I can deal with my own issues in a non-toxic matter, you know, not by telling other people to change, but to find happiness within myself, you know? it's it's just like the old saying like if you look good you feel good you feel good you look good and i think a lot of people if they genuinely felt better about themselves on the inside they would be perceived as being better human beings and you know again that goes along also with doing better in your life and at least in my area i don't know where else what else is going on in other people's areas you guys' areas but in my area there's, that's not happening. You know, a lot of people are just, you know, cry, cry, you know, wham, wham me. And, you know, you have disabled people working the government. You have black people selling drugs on the streets. 
you have other communities doing other terrible things. And it's like, how are any of us supposed to take each other seriously if we're trying to say, hey, we deserve equality. Hey, we deserve to be looked at in a respectful fashion. So you're right. It's not just one community or the other. It's a group of people. And my community is almost just as guilty of that sometimes. It just not, it's just not in the spotlight as much. So... I think I there's good and bad in all of us, you know, regardless of statistics and, you know, that's the nature of life, the good and evil, the yin and the yang, that's what balances. There has to be good and there has to be bad, you know, there has to be yeah. that, that imbalance and yeah. the to, to have the balance. So definitely, but I totally see what you're saying. And, and, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. Um, and I think that hope, I really think things are, I just think that we're in a huge change right now. And anytime there's change, there's total chaos. So I think eventually this will level out. It's just like someone taking a snow globe and, you know, shaking it up right now, all the snows all over the place. And eventually all of it, the dust will settle and things will kind of level off again, but hopefully we'll be in a better place. You know, that just reminded a better me. place in the world, you know, at that point. Yeah. That just reminded me, and Nick, we're gonna go back to you real quick. Who when the fuck did I tell you you could go let the dogs out? <laughs> no. All right, listen, on that note, I need to use the bathroom so so I don't get yelled at. I'll be right back. All right, thank you. You're allowed <laughs> to go ahead. <laughs> I no. was I wasn't explaining the rules. I apologize. No, I'm dude, I'm fucking I'm with you. I guess. Um, I'm a rebel without a cause. Yeah, no, that's completely fine. I'm just fucking. I with did hear you say that there when I was walking up. I peeked in, kind of waving, and <laughs> I hear you saying, "When did I, I didn't tell him he could do that." <laughs> <laughs> that's a good impression of me. Um, <laughs> while your wife is off taking, while your wife is off taking a poop, I'll go ahead and ask you. Um, on this same subject, but a little bit back on wrestling, do you remember the time D Generation X came out and mocked the Nation of Domination? Oh yeah, yeah, that was total. Like, yeah, that would that's that was. I mean, nowadays that would totally be blackface. That's what I'm saying right there, because X Pac dressed up like Mark Henry, and yeah. and one of and, them dressed like D'Lo. Yes, um. Who played D'Lo? I think uh, Billy Gunn played D'Lo. Oh, and that was total blackface. That was. It was blackface. It would never go over right now. And it was definitely acceptable at that point. And uh, I was going to tell Jess this before she had a bowel movement, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I had... Jess, did you go poopies? I'm going to take that as a yes. I don't know. It's pretty quick. Do I, like what? Do I like what? Did you go take a shit? No, I peed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I have no shame in taking a shit, so. No, we all shit. That's right. If you're, feel, if you're yeah, feeling a lot longer than that. If you're feeling a little rumbly and you're tumbly during the episode, don't be afraid. Me and your husband can go right back to talking about wrestling. Oh, hey, go ahead. For, I'll, I'll just sit here and chill. You guys, I'll hit them a mute button. Go ahead. But no, um, while you were coming back, I don't know if you heard, but I just reminded Nick, there was a segment in wrestling back in the late 90s where a guy came out in blackface dressed up as a black wrestler. And it was considered to be a good segment by the fans at that time. I laughed. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, 
Um, I'm afraid to admit I laughed my ass off at it. Of different cultures that like wrestling. It's not oh, just, yeah. you know. No, and let me make that clear. Wrestling's for everyone. You know, there's no such thing as, you know, oh, wrestling's only for white people or wrestling's for only for able-bodied people. No, wrestling is a worldwide. I know the topic that that goes right with what we're talking about. Near here, there's a place that has, I even say in a word, has midget wrestling. And I was appalled. I'm like, I am not going to that. It's terrible. I can't believe that. Anyone will go to that, and it was very upsetting to me that they would have that. And I understand the other side of it. I know it's terrible. I know, I know you're going to disagree with me, and I know that there are people that that the wrestlers themselves would tell me, "What do you mean? This is my opportunity to do this, and I love it." But I know that the people in my audience are going to be laughing and being assholes, and it'll piss me off. And if you're only going to honor someone as a wrestler, that's one thing. But if you're going there to make fun of another human being, an asshole, then I think that's fucked up. But so, see, that, I don't know. What's your take on really, that? Yeah, no, well, it's not, I mean, maybe some people do that, but it's more so that the, the midgets are basically saying, hey, come check us out. Like, come see what we're all about and have a good time with us. Not at our, it's not really have a laugh on our expense. It's more like come laugh with us because they're having a great time. And actually, let me tell you guys this. I actually have a friend who is not only just a midget, but was a part of the midget championship wrestling stuff. And if you guys go back to the last 15 minutes of the last crossing the streams episode, you can find it, you know, on YouTube or whatever. My midget friend was spending a night that night. I had him come in and get on camera. And he was talking a little bit about his midget wrestling stuff and all that. They just, they're just compact humans, Jess. That's all they are. It's not them. It's the people in the audience that I know would be an asshole. That's my yeah. issue. It's not you know, the wrestlers. It's the assholes in the audience that I have a problem and, and, with. And again, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm talking about, about racism being so strong in today's world. When you're talking about prejudice against disabled people, all the disabled person has to do is just show off that we're loosened up about it. You know, my nickname that you see on the screen, Crippled Cody, I love that nickname. You don't have to repeat that name. I know you're afraid of that word. But, uh, you know, I, I use that name online when I play video games. I you I have people use it when they're talking about me because it's my identity. And it's not, a, it's not an inherent uh, derogatory term anymore, in my opinion. I think it's a unique... Uh, identity for myself and i encourage other dis excuse me i was getting a little gassy in my uh, my stomach um but i was uh i always encourage my other disabled friends to don't hide your disability use it as a positive point in conversations because it, it is a part of our lives it is our lives so why why show off to other people that were that we regret it you know it, i i don't think that we should do that um, okay, and let me that's myself with something here, real quick. Okay, so I have two boys that are on the autism spectrum, and I've worked with in the with people with individual. And I actually lived with a woman, a disabled woman, uh, as well as her caretaker. Um, so I am very familiar with that whole whatever, and that is also why I think I'm so programmed that when I hear that word to be like, Ugh, I cringe because the trainings that you go through 
it's you know self-determination and da, 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 you know all this stuff over and over again words you're not allowed to say da, 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 you know um which i do support all that stuff don't get me wrong but that's why because that would be word though that word handicap is like satan's word uh you know all the i can't remember even off the top of my head but there's just words like that through training and all these years we're just not supposed to say um and that are have been traditionally so derogatory that it's hard to look hear them now and i understand that yours is just a name but i don't for me to call someone crippled is like i i you know it just feels so wrong it feels like i'm even though i would mean nothing to, at all for me i am the lat if, if anyone on planet earth right now me i am like the uh epitome of special needs and support and whatever like this has been my whole life yeah uh, so it just i'm so programmed for it to feel wrong so even though i understand that it's just your name for me to just say that word it's just like what well, oh, you already said it i I'm i know i'm, I'm <laughs> you know but I'm, to call you that to say it and call you that is even though i know i'm not calling you that it just feels so like i'm doing something hateful even though i'm not and i'm, I'm very asking in the world i would ever want you to think would be that i would say something negative to you that would break my fucking soul if you ever thought that they said something negative to you so I'm very, even though I'm very you can tell me all you, you know no i'm very proud of you for saying the word cripple i'm very proud of you for saying the word cripple a couple of minutes ago a little a well, little bit I, more, a, a little bit more training with that word and you might become desensitized to that word as everyone <laughs> now, now real quick um you did that you have two boys uh that are autistic mm -hmm. now is it just your kids or is it nick's kids too it's just my kids oh nick you came in late to the party huh yeah i'm always i'm always i'm fashionably late you two don't have any kids together mm -hmm. okay no. How old are no? I hope you don't mind me asking these quick because the whole conversation we had wild social topics conversation. I'd like to get to know the two of you personally of a little bit to the best of your comfort, of course. I don't want to ask Absolutely. anything. Um, so, Absolutely. how old are you boys? We're too comfortable. Uh, 14 and 12. He'll be 13 wow. in March. Okay. Now, real quick, Nick, you just said, What's your comfort zone? Are you talking to me? No, I said we're too comfortable. Oh, I, you know, I can't. I can't imagine something that you guys would ask us that we'd be like, uh. Okay. No, I mean I'm not going to intentionally ask anything offensive, you know. But I, I do like to get to know my guests on on my show, you know. Um, so you said that one's going on 14 and the other one is 12. You said. Well, one's 14 and one's going to be 13. Oh, okay. All right. So they're both boys the 14 year old are you dealing yet with him noticing girls yet no not yet do you think that will I don't, I don't know if that's ever gonna be he's so much interest it just doesn't occur to him what's his level if you don't mind me asking what's his level of autism is he like full-on right now are you familiar with the level system or no could you uh, just a tiny three. Bit, three. He's a go two. ahead and could you go ahead and explain it a little bit for who, what people who might be watching? 
Sure. Um, so with the current um, diagnostic and statistical manual, the DSM-5 that they have right now, they switched to autism. They used to have it like autism and then Asperger's. And then now it's kind of, they've gotten rid of Asperger's and it's uh, level one, two, and three. And I'm only saying that for other people because I don't, I don't even work in the field anymore because I don't really subscribe to the way the model is. Um, in the, yeah. I mean, the school system is okay. It's great and everything, but, um, but anyway, so, um, Sunny would be like a level two and my Johnny would be like a level one. So level one would be like what would have been Asperger's where you can't really tell or just kind of a little quirky here and there. Yeah. Level two would be, you know, you could kind of tell they might like stim a lot and have a lot of more physical things, but really kind of, you know, kind of can't really tell that much but a little bit and then level three would be like severe like yes it's yeah. very very evident this person has trouble their quality of life is affected you know they need a lot of support so, so your boys are somewhere in the middle of all that they're not all yeah. that they're not that bad with it but they're not lowest level right well my right my sonny my 14 year old he um is he's doing a lot as he's getting older he's getting a lot better and I think it just depends on, you know, your level of support too. He has a lot of support and there's a lot of things he probably won't be able to do, but you know, you just kind of adjust accordingly and find out what his interests are. I love what you said earlier about, you know, just finding what you said something about just finding what you love and just kind of going with it. And that's, you know, so that's what well, really support that. And, yeah. And, uh, because I, 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 you know, you just reminded me, I meant to elaborate on that statement real quick. Well, real quick, um, when I was growing up, the way I found personal happiness really was I had to, I had to find what made me happy. And what made me happy was my own personal world. You know, wrestling was a huge part of that. That's what I've been talking to your husband about for the last 45 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. Video games, horror movies. And I realized when I was growing up and especially to this day in my life, I'm 35 years old and still to this day, I don't consider anything more important to me other than maybe my personal health. Nothing's more important to me than my personal entertainment world. Because if you think about it, movies, TV, wrestling, video games, action figures, comic books, they're not going to turn their back on you. People can turn their back on you. That's, um, that's, that's what I meant earlier when I said like, but you're right. Everyone has to find that within themselves. And, um, that, that was the point. I skipped over this point also earlier. D each disabled person is different. And, you know, like I have another friend. He's He's been on this show a couple of different times. His name's Mike also. He has a little bit more of a difficult time finding peace within himself. He's he's very concerned with what people think of him. And I understand that. That's a hard, that's a very difficult hurdle to to get over. Some people don't ever get over that in their lives. And um, I always am suggesting to him, like, hey, get the, check out this video game. Check out this show. Like, watch wrestling with me. We'll talk about it afterward. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm trying to get him to understand that, like, we can't get past the disability challenges. Like, we can accept them. We can take them head on. But we're not going to re this, reach the same glass ceiling as other people are. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm saying that as in, like, we can find personal happiness within that situation. So as a mother to two boys with autism, I, and, you know, I, I'm not quite as educated on, on autism as I am physical disabilities, but I'm sure you both, 
Yeah, and is, is does Nick have a good relationship with the boys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted you to answer that, not him, because of course he was gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> By the way, yeah. Nick, what the f are you drinking? What's that? What, what? what are you drinking? Uh power drinks. Power drink? <laughs> I, I think you're, you're drinking the uh you're drinking the, the Kool-Aid, aren't you? <laughs> Listen, on Rabbit, and, on Rabbit and Red, every episode, Aaron and Cody usually have beers, so it's okay. Yeah, no, I was just going to let him know to feel welcome to drink on the show. You know, it. It, it we'll, we'll call it a uh, we'll call it a uh, a reference slash um, heads up to our boy Aaron that wants more drinking on uh, the network itself. He won't well, come out and say Saturday that. night. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean. I personally don't drink alcohol. I personally don't drink alcohol, but my vice is porn, and I watch a lot of it. So <laughs> he's he's a he's a pussy. It's okay. porn, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with porn. Well, what What's kind of porn do you like? What kind of porn what is your favorite? Wait a minute. First, Nick. First, you. What, what's wrong with porn? Nothing. I said there's nothing wrong with porn. Oh, I thought you said there's something wrong with problem. Thank you. Oh, man. Wait, Jess, <laughs> Jess, do you not like it when he watches porn, or do you watch it with No, but what my problem is the fact that what he just said, he didn't oh. like porn. Wait, what did I say? That you didn't like porn. <laughs> I didn't say that. He said there's Which no way? problem with it. I think that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, okay. I said Which there's no your... problem with porn. Fuck. Uh, which, which one of you are intoxicated since my dad showed me a wet t-shirt contest when I was like 11. Oh. Which is ironically about three months before I got glasses. And it was pretty funny because my mom said, you know, my dad was like, oh, I don't ever heard him. And then, you know, three months later, I get glasses. And my mom's like, you know. So that's cool. my, that was my introduction into boobs. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Jess, I believe you asked me what kind of porn I like to watch. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I um. Here we go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> rabbit hole. My I, uh, yeah. in the rabbit hole. Thanks for opening up this door, Jess. You're a great <laughs> guest so far. Um, no, I uh, and I alluded to this a little bit in the HBO conversation earlier. I like porn with a little bit more higher production value. Give me some dialogue. Give me some story, a little bit of character development. I don't just want – I hate amateur porn. I can't stand to watch the porn where the camera guy's talking to girls and they're all like, eh, oh, yeah, like my coochie, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think they say coochie, but, you know, that that's nice censoring yourself there. Go ahead. Good, good boy. Like my fucking pussy, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's better. That's yeah. how it goes. Where did Nick go? Oh, okay, there he is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I spit out my drink. That was funny. I'm a I'm a man's man, Jess. I like me some fucking girl on girl action. Okay, I like <laughs> me some lesbian porn, and uh, yeah. But like I said, it's got to be give me a story. And I'll tell you, there's a couple of brands. There's a brand that I actually like specifically. It's called Girls Way, and uh, they produce you know higher quality. It's kind of it would kind of remind you of. The, back in the Skinamax days of actual stories, you know, and a little bit of a setup. To be honest, like, it's the setup and it's the realism of what's going on it, that's more 
of a turn on for me than even the crazy shit that they could even do with each other. Half the time I'm half the time I'm shooting out my unborn children even before they get their fucking panties off half the time. And I'm sure you wanted to know that. So yeah. Wipes them with his pant leg. That's yeah. I I I dispose of my unborn kids with my pant leg. Oh well. Just if you ever come over, don't bring a, a black light over, okay? Oh, you don't use God. a sock? What? You don't use a sock? No, because I don't wear socks at home, so. He's well, all thumbs. You just need to have him yeah. handy. Yeah, I, I barely have hands to spank it with, okay? I, I can't be doing all that extra shit. Well, there you go. Get it done. I mean, I'm not criticizing. However, you get it done, you get it done. Are you guys familiar at all with some of these like auto blowjob sex toys that now exist out there? Yes. Oh my god, that's why you need to watch real sex. They have all this on here, I'm telling you. And okay, that was well, even... you you both have dolls. Me, Did you right? see the dolls they have? The 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 life-size dolls, I think they're like $10,000. You can get a life-size doll and she, everything. I like don't even have, I don't even have that. Well, you mean like the, the real, the realistic, like, uh, uh, what are they called? They're called something. And they're like, they're yeah, real fucking, like they're like modeled directly after uh porn actors most of the time. No, 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 that's not what I mean. You can get. Yeah, 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 no, no. You're called. You're talking about flashlights. Yes. I or think you're talking about flashlights. They're actual human beings. They look like human beings, and they're like heavy and everything. And no. there's orifices, and you know. No, no, no. Um, I think Nick was referring because he was talking about what when they mold. Uh, oh, the yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, like the life, um, the life art, whatever. Thing. I, I, you know, they've been quite advanced since I've looked into them, but I, they you, were. You I mean, you don't need them. You don't need it right now. You have Jess that uh, is probably a nymphomaniac and she just won't admit it on the show. Oh, <laughs> she, <laughs> does she keep a smile on your face, Nick? That's what I want to know. I won't ask anything else other than that. 24 7. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway. So, so when we were getting married for his bachelor party, they went, there's a strip club here called uh, Savannah's. And uh, I'll go ahead. Tell them what happened when you went there. And then I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> so I had gone there, you know, a couple times previously, just fucking with some buddies and, just to sidetrack just a little because I think this is funny. My dad used to go to the strip clubs around and he would come home and he would tell me that, man, I'm telling you, the best time is just watching watching the other guys looking at the girls and blah, blah, blah. So when I'm young, I'm thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? You got tits in your face and you're telling me that the best thing is these other guys? I started, but then, man, I'm telling you, we start. I start going with my buddies every once in a while. I was never like a, you know, like a every night guy. Maybe every couple months we go, 
<laughs> he was right. Some of my buddies, we had a guy, we had a friend who passed away, but he had the stereo, typical, just dirty old man look. And when we would take him to the strip club, he would just sit there going, he just had a look. And, he, and when the girl would come over to him, he'd be like, What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> he's like, he would put the dollars down his shirt. He would put the dollars in his neck. Oh, fucking amazing. So anyway, we went there for my bachelor night. And, you know, this is awesome about clubs. And he always just says, you know, whatever. Just, you know, touchies and all that kind of shit, which is totally fair. So we went and my buddies were like, oh, yeah, it's his fucking bachelor party. Blah, 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 blah. So they get me up on stage. And this chick is up on stage. They got a chair for me. They got me by the pole. And she's like fucking open shirt. And she wrote something like, I forget. Whatever her name was, was here. The buttons are ripped off. Her name was, was here. She wrote on my ass. With a Sharpie. Uh, with the Sharpie. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like in front of all these dudes and shit. And I'm like, dude, I can't fucking balk at this right now, but fuck, this is gonna be it. This is like too much. So, you know, I get off stage and my fucking shirt was ripped, which quite frankly was one of my favorite shirts, but it was cool. And I have fucking so-and-so is here at my ass. And I'm just like, fuck, I guess I'll just enjoy the rest of the night and deal with whatever when I get home and I'll fuck you guys. It wasn't my call or blah, blah, blah. So we have a good night. And then we're driving home, and I'm, I'm thinking, uh, like, I don't want to make Jess sound like crude or nothing. She don't give a fuck about that stuff. Girl's writing on my ass. I fell was a little much. I didn't want to upset her. And so I home. My buddy, my buddy, Tim, we, we, we come in and one of her buddies, Colin. And I come in, and Tim's like, man, you should have seen what they fucking did. Look at his fucking shirt. And he's like, he comes up, he's like, oh, you pissed out of showing your ass. <laughs> I'm like, no, not yet, not ready. So I go like, like, at first, he's like, who the fuck is Suzanne? Who the fuck is And I'm like, I don't know. And then she comes up, and she's like, yeah, I called Tim. I told her to step out while she did for you. <laughs> what? So fucking set the whole goddamn thing up. Here I am worried she's going to be upset. The whole damn thing was her fucking plan from the beginning. He like beat his ass with them on stage. and To get me on stage. And pull over him when he came home. It was great. Now, did, maybe I missed this. What was it that they wrote on your ass? It was, I don't remember the chick's name. The girl's name was here. Oh, okay. Yeah, the chick's name was, was here. Hey, and, at, least, at least they didn't write the word enter on your ass, right? <laughs> That's true. They definitely preferred whatever the chick's name was, was here above enter here. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's <laughs> probably good. But yeah, it was, it was fun. She's that's that's fucking awesome, and that's great that Jess set that up basically for you, right? Um, for sure. And, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm a good dude. I worry. I don't, I don't want to upset the wifey or seem to be wifey at the time. I don't you know, care about that kind of stuff. It doesn't bother me at all. Go have fun. Yeah. I don't get whatever. You know she's coming. She knows who's, who's who I'm coming home to. Strippers are just entertainment products. But you know what? Your dad is 100% right. When you, when I go, because I go to the strip club quite often, and he is right. The most entertainment that you can get in a strip club environment is watching the customers. They Dude, are fucking, he's so right. I just didn't get it when I was younger. When he would tell me, I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck, dad? But now, like you said, when you actually go and, 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 and like observe it, like, I'm not a prude. When you got girls in front of you dancing, you know, of course you're looking. But he's fucking right, man. You look around, like, if, like, at the Savannahs, they have, like, a circular stage. So there's, like, seats around a circle. There's probably, like, 10 to 15 seats around that circle. And we generally wouldn't sit that close. We would try to stick around to the back. But mm -hmm. just watching the dudes that sat right up there, oh, my God was so funny. The fucking facial expressions they make and the like our our, our friend Todd who would just like <laughs> fucking put the dollars just at just the weirdest plate. Like he would put it in his pants and be like, yeah, come on, get the dollar out of my pants. <laughs> Dude, I'd fucking die. It would kill me. And what was funny is like Jess can attest, he had this 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 fellow we were talking about I'm talking Todd. He he definitely had like the the like I said the stereotypical old man like dirty look, but dude, he was a fucking nicest guy you would ever meet. So like I can totally see where one of the strippers would be like, "Oh God, this guy." But when you actually know him, it's like, "Oh my God, dude!" He would probably fucking treat you to the world if you would give him a chance. You know what I mean? So yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally. It cracked me up. That is awesome. Um, strip clubs are also a nice place. If you just got to have the right mindset in a strip club, you're not, you know, most men aren't going to go into a strip club and successfully take home a woman. So it's entertainment. You just got to go there and view it as entertainment. That's it. Well, you know, now, you can't go in there and try to take a chick home. I don't think. No, I'm not like not the ones that I go to. Like I go to a very respectable strip club. And if you start, if the girls tell the bouncers that the guy's starting to try to get a little too personal, a little too, they're either going to give them a warning or they're just going to flat out ask him to leave. It's, it's one of those clubs. And I like that. I, I don't want to be in the dirty clubs where wild shit, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. What was you going to say, Jess? Well, for my 40th birthday, I, I really wanted to go to a strip club and I love um, Baltimore. And, and there's a little place called Fells Point. And there's a strip club there and it's just, it's right off the water, right off the Harbor there. And it's um, like pebble streets, you know, real old school town, but there's all these bars in this, you know, vicinity and there's strip club there. And so we went with a couple friends and I'm like, yes, I want to lap dance. You know, I want to do this. Let's go. I'm like, ready. Lead so, with that it was a bar, a, a pub crawl. So we yeah, had been, so we were like, dollar drinks for like four hours oh shit. so i'm like okay so his friend says okay i'm gonna get you i'm gonna take care of this i'm gonna get you the girl it's great i'm like all right cool so i'm like all right here we go and this girl comes out god love her she was like 18 years old 
Are you kidding right now? There ain't nothing better than a hot little 18 year old. No, they're so tight and juicy. They're tight. You don't know that for sure, but hopefully they are. I don't need to worry about tight. I'm a girl. They're young and dumb and full of conflicting emotions. Woman that knew what she was doing, that had experience, not this little child, you know. She you gotta help her through high school. Old. You gotta oh. help her through the rest of her high school uh, senior year. Help her. Oh god, no. I was so upset and I felt so bad I couldn't even let her finish. I was like, please, I am not this is not an insult. Please, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I feel like let me let me let me let me chime in real quick because I'm so upset. I'm like, you guys ruined my lap dance. See, this is the part that offends me because she always says, Oh, you guys ruined that, and blah blah. But to be clear, it was my friend that set this up. I will fully 1000% admit at this point in the evening, I was a little too sloshed to pick out a stripper for her. So I said, I, you know, my friend did it and he fucked up. Let's be honest. <laughs> he fucked up, but it's always you guys. <laughs> what was it that you were wanting, Jess? You wanted a woman I like an experienced woman, you know, someone who had been doing it for a while, and it was, you know, I don't want a little baby. It makes me feel guilty. I don't want that. Not a baby, she's fucking legal for Christ's sake. She's legal. A law because some man decided one day that a number made someone an adult doesn't make someone an adult. This girl looks like she's fifteen. She hasn't even fully developed yet. It was terrible. Uh -oh. Wait a minute, she didn't even look like she was 18? No, she didn't. She looked like she was young. Okay, I, I get where you're coming very from. Young. I, she's very young. I can't I, argue. She was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. She was absolutely beautiful. I'm not putting her down. I don't want to say that. It's just, I just felt like I was looking at a child, not a woman. And I wanted a woman. Like, you know, I wanted a woman who knew what she was doing. I didn't want someone I felt like I needed to teach when I'm here. The first time getting a lap dance, you know, plus it was like this little girl. I wanted the woman who'd been there and done that. Like, all right, girlfriend, let me show you how to get it. Let me show you how lap dance was done. You should I can't argue what she's saying. I, I would probably feel, I would feel the same way. Honest yeah. to God, I truly would. I just, I don't even remember being at this fucking place. So you, you should have asked her if she needed you to help her with her homework after the dance. That's how it felt. I'm telling you, it was terrible. Yeah. No, that was my, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm too old to do that now. So I, or it would be irresponsible yeah. to do that again. Hey, oh, can, I, can I interject for just a moment? Yeah. What? I, I need, my phone is about at 10%. I need to go get my charger. Do I have permission to run up and get my charger? Hurry the fuck up. And yes, you do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, daddy. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Now, while he, because I, I had another question that I wanted you both here for, but I'll hold that off until uh, he gets back. So I'll get onto a more serious topic just for a couple of minutes. Um, talk to, tell me and on a more serious note, because I want to jump back to this subject just for a little bit. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the challenges that, it, that you have as a mother to two autistic boys. Do you 
do you do you notice people looking at them funny at all how would you deal with something like that just talk to me a little bit more about some of the challenges in general uh, about being a mother um, honestly i we've been really lucky i think because i was already very educated and had some experience with people and in the field and i knew what to, you know i was able to spot things very early so and I knew what to do at home and I knew what services to get them. So they were able to get everything they needed at the right time. Um, so we really, and honestly, we haven't really had any instances of like, I have, a, I know a lot of people that have their kids have experienced a lot of bullying and stuff and, and, and we haven't really. And I'm, and every time we have go to the school and have the IEP meetings or whatever with the school and, you know, I keep telling the teachers, I'm like, I don't know, we're, we're so lucky we haven't, you know, faced any major catastrophes yet with any other kids. And, you know, but we're my my oldest son next year is um, high school. And that seems to be the freshman year seems to be the year that it goes downhill. So, mm, yeah. how that goes. but honestly, um, not just compared to other families that I've worked with over the years, I mean, we have it very easy. So I don't really think my challenges are, or challenges in this house are that great. They're just kind of obstacles. You just kind of deal with just like you would anything else. Yeah. But um, I, I'm good. I'm good. Um, real, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. I just want to say, uh, have a good night. Lonesome Lenny. He, uh, we've had a couple of guests with us in the chat oh, tonight. Yeah, I didn't even realize that there's kind of, I'm, I didn't even see a chat. Yeah, I know. If you click on the comments section on the right side, I believe, instead of private chat. Yeah, our our boy Lonesome oh, Lenny has. Been, yeah, he's been with us for almost every episode since he's discovered us. I, I see him every video I watch. I see Lonesome Lenny. I will. Damn it! I'm sorry, Lenny. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he, uh, he's going to go for the night. Lenny, if you're still with us, have a good night, my friend. We'll see you on the next episode. I'm sorry, Jess, go ahead and continue. Okay. On. okay. Um, so, uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. I'm sorry, I have a little brain Fresh. injury, so I forget shit sometimes. So this is my okay. What was I it, saying? Was that, is the brain injury from the last time you back talked to Nick? <laughs> he was there when it happened. <laughs> oh, well, that's all we need to know, your honor. Um, well, you were talking about freshman year, uh, with your boys. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So freshman year for my, I don't know how that's going to go. Um, I mean, obviously it's going to happen sooner or later, but we really haven't faced anything with that. The only thing that I can say that, um, we haven't, it's just other, you know, other people, sometimes they don't get stuff. So we don't do the normal, like hanging out with other friends and we don't, you know, he's, you know, he's very much into his own thing. So he doesn't care. You know, he doesn't care what another kid might look at. Well, I'm not popular in school and I don't get invited to this. Like he doesn't give a shit because he's, I'm doing my thing. He's like a use on YouTube channel. He loves movies. He's a movie buff. He doesn't give That's a shit. Awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah, you, I know you don't like kids, but I'm telling you, you would like my kids because they're not the typical kids. Like I have fun hanging out with my kids because they're no. into the shit that we're into. You know what I mean? No, I believe you. I believe you very much. And that's good that like 
Because, man, and that is, I really struggled with that when I was his age. I, When I was 14, 15 years old, all I could think about was why wasn't I getting invited to the parties? Why didn't the women want to be around me? And that's great to know that your boy just doesn't give a fuck about any of that. That's the happiest way to be. Well, I think and, that's and also part of people's spectrum. I think that that is one of the things, not everyone, everyone's different. Let me, let me, I don't want to, you know, everyone's different, but collectively I've seen a lot of people that are on the spectrum because they don't look at emotion and things the same way because it's just wired differently in that part of the brain. Sometimes they don't really get sensitive to shit. There's like, oh. I mean, some people do, some people are overly sensitive depending how their brain's affected, but yeah. a collective, normally people are like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing what I'm going to do. And that's it. And I think yeah. so I think because, so if, if someone came, if God or whoever came to me and said, I'm going to take that away from them now and I'm going to cure them, I would say no, because I'm happy with the way my children are. That's who they are. That's how they're here. That's supposed to be this way. And I love how they are and they love how they are. And I wouldn't okay. change. And that goes back to, you know, sticks and stones too. It's that old school mentality of being happy with, you know, who you are and finding happiness within yourself and not comparing yourself to everyone else and listening to what other people say and focusing on your 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 own person. So anyway, that's my show. Now just I wouldn't change my kids for doing things. So I don't think anyone else should want to change their kids either. I think people should be happy with yourself or whatever, whether it's yourself, your kid, whoever. If that's how you were brought here in this world, then this is what we're doing and we gotta find the best in that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Society is what teaches us to look at things negatively, period. So that's, we need to stop letting society tell us those things, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much what I was saying earlier. Society is trying to make us see things a certain way and that's where all the divide comes from. But um, now Jess, and I'll guess I'll throw this at you your way too, Nick, since you're bouncing around your fucking camera, you drunk some bitch. I have to charge my phone and unfortunately the the charging port is on the bottom of my phone, so I'm it like completely throws off the Oh, okay. I can't balance. So <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure you can't balance on your own two feet too right now with <laughs> or whatever. Um now, Jess, you mean to tell me that you, you're really confident in thinking that your kids are never going to discover what a hard-on is or what women can do for them? Or oh, nothing. no. You oh, no. So? Do I, I totally think they will. Oh, I just okay. don't think right now that's something they're into. With my older son, I don't know if he'll ever give a shit about that or not. I just, I don't know. But my younger one, yeah, he'll care. He doesn't oh, right oh. now. How are you? Will you address that when that if that time when that time comes? Are you going to tell them no? That's a bad thing, or what are you going to do? No, we have talked about <laughs> it. Um, we I've had to talk with both of them about erections and uh, what are those called? Wet dreams, and we've had all those talks. And I'm like, you know, it's normal. You just make sure it's private, and you, you know, you don't. It's not something you like talk about with other people. It's not something you do in front of other people. And it's not supposed to be anything you really let other people know about. And I have to say it in that way because yeah. of the way things are processed sometimes to understand it. Yeah. So um, I know that's and, not how everyone perceives it, but yeah, well, and, and yeah, consent, we're really talking about all that. 
Yeah, and consent is a very important topic too. You'll you'll have to eventually talk about consent and all that. Um, now, Nick, I saw a couple of facial expressions on your drunken face. Did, did, did you have anything you wanted to add to this conversation? My drunken face. Um, <laughs> you can get me in trouble. Um, I don't know. I don't know what faces that you're referring to. Real quick, Mike, put that last comment up on the screen. Oh, do we? Oh, we have another. I have to start looking at these goddamn things. I'm not. I'm looking at them. We just got a pretty good compliment from Kamaru Fresh. He said this podcast is awesome. Thank you. Oh, that's Twitch. Well, we're getting more Twitchers. That is amazing. Kamaru, if you don't mind, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to uh, go to rabbitandredradio.com. Check out all that and follow uh, us on Twitch, please, because all the shows are on, on Twitch. Twitch. So, um, suggest us to only your non-PC friends, not the uh, not the friends that would get offended. Fuck them. That we don't need them in our lives, right? Kamaru or no, Kamaru Fresh. Sorry, Jeez, <laughs> you can't even say names right. <laughs> Are you doing more fucking drinking over there, you know? Oh, no. Anyway, let's get back to the topic of hand. Nick, let's be honest. You're going to be proud of your stepboys when they get to the age where they're going to want some pussy, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there he goes, right? Right for the fucking stepgiller. There we go. I fucking love that comment right now. He's a Kamaru Fresh says, I only have PC friends, and by PC, I mean pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. Suggest this to all your PC friends, then, please. We we need more viewers, please. Anyway, Nick, tell me, you gonna be proud of your step boys, Jose? I'm always always proud of them kids. They're they're, uh, you're gonna kill me. They're pretty. Okay, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) I had a question. Mike, are you okay? Do you need to take yourself off the camera for a minute? So you, Hold you, on. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to... The way you just quit, Bob, you said that fucking... Oh, my God. I, I can't. I can't. It's... Oh, my God. I can't. Mike's going to start his little retard laugh here in a minute. <laughs> 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 there he goes. There it is. I'm fucking single for however many years now. We all know you're single. Anyway. Oh no, there he goes. <laughs> so I did want to ask you both something earlier before you got up to drain the lizard or whatever the fuck you did earlier. Oh, you defined your charger, something like that. We were talking about you're gonna lose you're about you're about two minutes, two minutes from losing me. Two minutes because fuck my laptop and desktop. I'm using my my damn cell phone. Oh, great. Well, real quick before I lose you on this episode, I do want to ask, and you you guys don't have to elaborate. I just want a a simple yes or no answer to this next question. Has there ever been a time that either one of you has sexually suggested something to the other that the other was like, nope, not happening, just not doing it? I can't think of one. That's good. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Well, yeah. you said you didn't. I think I don't know. 
I mean, has there ever been where uh, like a drunken topic or drunken thing that Nick said, and you're all like, "Honey, no, we're not." Doing well, I know that. he wouldn't have a threesome with another guy, probably. Yeah, well, that would make him gay if he did that. No. They wait, what is other? They're supposed to be talking about me, not each other. Whatever. Oh, wait, wait. I you cut out. Actually, I just tried to assume what you said. What did you say? Do what with another guy? Have a threesome with another guy. Oh, that's fucking gay. Nick, don't do that. God damn it. What do you mean? They're not supposed to be focusing on each other. Dave suggested that for real. Yeah, but like, there's two dudes. No, no, no. You're you're stuck with me. You're not. No one else is touching you. So, so a third of any kind, male or female, is out of the question for you guys. I mean, I think she, she's brought up the idea of a of a of a female once in a, once or twice, and I'm okay. There you go, Jess. I'm starting to like you more and more by the minute. I'm gaining a lot of respect for you guys now. <laughs> I'm just. Gotta keep it fresh. Yeah, got yeah. Hopefully everything down there is fresh for you if you're gonna have a third, especially, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't I see it. You gotta get through this uh pandemic, I guess, first. Yeah, you don't wanna have to keep face masks on while you're that <laughs> <laughs> will just take all the fun out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. You know, I feel like we don't even Throughout the pandemic, we've really become homebodies, and I think a lot of our friends have too. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't see any threesomes coming up anytime. We barely even hang out with anybody anymore. It's just like everyone's fucking afraid to go out. You know, believe it or not, you two, you, you, your boy Cripple Cody over here, I have had a threesome once before. How was it? It was back in 2019, so right before the pandemic. Both girls were in serious relationships, so that was my bad, yo. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, you know, we had it going on. I will say my penis is not all that large, so they both kind of struggled, both licking and sucking on it at the same time. But that's neither here nor there, you know. The, the fact, <laughs> it was the thought that counts. One it's for the shaft, one for the ball. The size of the waves is the motion in the ocean, baby. Don't worry. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, and they always probably edit this part out in porn scenes, but they did accidentally headbutt each other a couple of times when they were both going from a dick. So. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You said they edited it out. This you were in a porno? No, that's not <laughs> I know. we have to do that. Crippled Cody, crippled sex. Please. Oh my god, we have to make this now. Gee, that's a shit ton of money. Please. Finance the network. Let's do it, Cody. Now extravaganza. What? Put me in the red, or put me in the black. Whatever the fuck the good thing is, put me there. <laughs> no, um, Jess. What I said was it, 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 that you don't get to see this in porn scenes because they probably edit it out. But for my situation, when the two girls were sucking my dick, they were accidentally headbutting each other. Oh, okay. I get. Well, I can't it, imagine that happening. It was yeah, especially with a small penis like mine. But yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, but the most hilarious part was the one girl, um, you know, we were just finishing. I was just introducing her face to my unborn kids. And then her boyfriend is pulling into my driveway to pick her up uh, from my house. And she still has 
little Jimmy and little Cummy and whatever else kids I didn't name because they're not ever going to be born still all over her face. And she's like, oh, shit, I got to clean up. My husband's here. Oh! Yeah, so. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. I, I got to ask. So hubby was there to pick her up. Why did hubby think she was there? Because she was at that time working for me as a home health aide and he was dropping her off at work. So he was not aware of that extracurricular business arrangement. No. No. Wow. Believe it or not, you two, believe it or not, I have had girls in my life that had a boyfriend and they explained to the boyfriend the situation and he was all like, yeah, he's disabled. He ain't going to take you from me. Go make that extra cash. And those are the best situations because like no drama, no bullshit. You know what I mean? And they're right. I'm not trying to date their girls. I just want their holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Holy holy the holies. Um but fire in the hole. Yeah. Fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, kind of, maybe not. I don't know. Oh my god. On that, note, on that note, you guys, I don't think we can reach any higher of a stratosphere in this conversation than that. So we're going to wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. What would you guys like to plug, if anything at all, before we sign off for tonight? Ladies first. Nick, you go first. I don't know. What am I plugging? You want to give us uh, you want my butt after this conversation? My God. There, there you that go. <laughs> now, hey, now I got to ask, did we, like, like, did we not get Jess pretty loosened up before, but from the beginning of this episode to now? Probably. <laughs> I, I, would, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Now, do I seem, did I seem real nervous? Do I, how am I doing here? You seemed a little uptight in the very beginning, and I didn't know quite how this was going to go. But you know, thankfully, you passed my test. And oh god, I was really uptight, test. really. Just a tiny bit, but then, Mike, you were gone. You were probably wiping your mama's ass when she said this. I, that's that's what I was doing. But I was listening to every word. So you, I I, the word "crippled" actually slipped out of Jess's mouth. I heard it. I heard it. I was like, "There, there we go." It, well, Give that's her. because I wasn't calling you and that or anyone. You know, I right, can say right. word. Uh, Mike, say give it. her prime fucking time on the network. She deserves it. Thank you. Well, obviously, they're both getting prime time. That's the only one that's not getting prime time is is Mandy Delamorte because she doesn't want prime time. She wants later. Okay, so we're doing. Well. Only give Nick prime time if he agrees to do a wrestling weekly show. If he gets his ass back into AEW, that, and we'll do an AEW show together in the future. Nick. Yeah, I, was, I, I would do that. You well, uh, I no, I don't want to say it on the air. I'll say it off air. I okay, can't all right. Yeah, if you, if hey, in all seriousness, man, I actually am looking for to start up one more show every week, and it's it's going to be a, a just an AEW specific. You know, me and a friend watches AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights, and we just run down the show, talk about our thoughts, a quick little half an hour thing. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, so if you ever think about it for a couple of days or a couple of weeks or whatever, and uh, I don't know, if you're interested and you want to, you know, become an AEW fan for the sake of having some rabbit and red time more on the air, then let, you know, or, you know what, you're having an MMA show, we could just do a quick little AEW segment within your MMA show. Whatever you want to do, sky's the limit. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck it. I'm just about to go to bed after this last drink. I'm fuck fuck it. I can't, 
Yeah, Nick, well, you do seem like you're winded down here. What's going on? Fuck yeah. that. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm just anyway. wrapping shit up, man. I want to go to fucking sex. Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> how many more times you're going to have to go out and walk the dogs if we do that, huh? Couple. I mean, as much as you let me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Jess, one, remind our audience one last time, your, your show, it's going to be focused on mental health and a lot of other positive things, correct? Yes. Love and uh, Yes, alternative uh, healing modalities. That's awesome. Do you have a name in mind yet? For the show? Uh, yes, Beyond the Betty. Beyond the Betty. Not listen. Mike, that was two hours. That was two hours ago. Shut the fuck up, Mike. <laughs> as soon as Jess said it, it, it hit me. Why right? you don't run a network? Because you can't you you can't remember things. You, you're, you're, you know. I don't want to run a network. That's your job. I I'm just the better host because I know how to interview people. Well, we know that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, Jess. Fuck my laptop desktop, Nick. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. This was a hell of an interview. Um, this is fun. I'd love to do it again. If you ever need anyone again, let me know. It's fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking, give it a few months. We'll see how your show goes. And then maybe you could come back and talk about stories of how your show's going so far. I do wonder sometimes, I know we got Lonesome Lenny and we got a couple others that pay attention to every show in the network, but you know, there's probably a couple of people that pay attention to one show and not the other show. So I think it'd be nice if uh, we had you guys come back in a few months and uh, talk about the how the progress has gone on your show and all that. Okay. And, uh, and definitely in the future, not if, but when both your boys get some pussy in their adult lives. I want to know all about that in the future, okay? <laughs> all right. I'm happy to to divulge any information I can. I Hopefully I don't know about it myself, but... Uh... If I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> I mean, as long as they don't knock up any teenage girls that tell them to wait till adulthood to do anything like that. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nick, fuck my laptop and desktop. And Jess, uh, you don't have a full name. It's just Jess. We're, uh, what, what's your Jessica, right? Jessica. Jess with oh. one S. How about that? That's with one S. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for vis uh, visiting uh, Tales from the Crypts tonight. I appreciated the conversation so, so much. Two hours flew by like it was too fucking It did. Holy shit. I really appreciate it. Hey, you got yeah, thank you very much. Mike, do you have anything to close the show on tonight? Um, you'll be on Near Do Well's Wednesday. Um, Aaron is doing another roundtable Monday about mental health. Um, Jess will be guesting on that with Tyree, and I believe your father will be on that show as well. Okay. Um, I may make an appearance and explain why I feel my uncle who killed himself is a pussy and how he screwed me over before he killed himself. And even in death is making my life a living hell. So I may go on and, and say that, but I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Wow. Good job on destroying the mood before we cut off the episode, Mike. Hmm. Here we go. Yep. I am. Yep. That's that's and, what I do. And real quick, everyone, I am going to be uh, on Near Duels this upcoming Wednesday. I will be joining the show about a half an hour into the show, I believe. Well, they start at ten oh five. Yeah, so I'll I'll be in about twenty five thirty minutes in. Um, 
I, I won't be able to be normal. Um, I know, no, not normal, Cody. That's Cody Robinson. I won't be able to be uncensored, Cody. I got to follow all kinds of rules. I covered that two hours ago. And uh, but hey, we'll still have some fun on New Year Duels on Wednesday night. So hope yeah. to see you guys then. Jess, uh, fuck my laptop desktop, Nick. Are you guys gonna p- pay attention to that episode on demand if not live? Absolutely. Yeah, too. Yeah. Okay, because I'll fucking find out if you don't, and then you guys are both can catch these crippled hands, okay? All right, you got it. Okay. And then, you know, helpers, but we'll, we'll Yeah. If you if you guys get beat up by a torso with a mouth, which is basically what I am, then you, it's gonna be embarrassing. You ain't gonna want to tell anyone that. All right. Yeah, there you go. You put it up for a pay per view. Make people pay. <laughs> disabled freak. Good idea. Couple. Oh my god! I always said if you're good at doing something, don't do it for free. So exactly. Well, all right. Yeah. All right, Jess, Nick, thank you for joining all us. Right. Have a good night, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Thank you very much. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns. And thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and pacing And plotting the course He's fighting and fighting And riding on his horse He's going the distance He cannot define Bowel-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance, he's going for speed, she's all alone, all alone in a time of need, because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course, he's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse, he's racing and pacing and plotting the course, he's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse, he's going the distance, he's going for speed, he's going the distance.
Never underestimate the powers of the handicap. <laughs> lucky Land Slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.